Aloha, my friends. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite things to do going on an adventure. And that's one of the biggest things I love about homeschool is that an adventure is all our field trips, is all the things we do as a family. And it's just like so great for bonding. It's so great for finding out how to do something new, learning, and just experiencing new things together, especially with your ohana. Now, best thing is you don't have to be homeschooling to go on an adventure you can do an adventure anytime that works for you and your family but i know many people get discouraged when it comes to going on an adventure or a field trip or whatever you want to call it because one you feel like you're missing out you don't know where to start maybe you find out about things way too late well this episode will definitely help you with that so get ready to take some notes i'm going to definitely help you by showing you what i do for our own homeschool and our family and then you can take and leave whatever works for you and in the meantime it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a review i know you're super busy but that definitely helps me give more back to you by understanding what you like, what more I should be talking about, what tips I should be giving you, and all of the things. And I know everyone is super busy, so it would just be amazing if you take a couple minutes out of your day, hit that review button, maybe write something pretty cool, maybe something you want to hear about more. And one day, you probably will hear your review right on this podcast because I definitely love reading back all the reviews that come in like this one by Watch Ash. She says, love to listen to this podcast. Fellow homeschooling mama here, and I love listening to Kavai. I enjoy putting on her podcast when I'm doing household chores or working out. Kavai gives great insight to working mothers and homeschooling families. She brings in real life situations in which I can relate to, which makes me feel a great connection and that I am not alone. I can't wait to hear more of her ideas. Mahalo, Ash. I am so grateful for you for leaving that review. And yes, definitely you are not alone in this no one is you guys we are all in it together and so i want to help you whether you homeschool or not and talk about how you can just have more adventures with your ohana create more memories that way let's get started with this episode aloha mamas you've made it to the homeschooling entrepreneur mom podcast i'm kavaya quinn RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, Get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, mamas. Welcome to another episode. Today, I am going to give you some tips on finding adventures for your ohana in your state. And the reason why this episode came out is because I was planning our own homeschooling year. Um, for the last few weeks, I've been getting ready with curriculum and all the things for our homeschooling. Um, which basically starts today. When you're listening to this, it, it is our first day in homeschooling. Now, the great thing about this episode, it doesn't matter whether you homeschool or not. You can definitely utilize all these tips for your own self and your own ohana to find some adventures in your state. 
because I get it. One thing is just trying to find things for your family to do can be tiring, can be exhausting. Sometimes you miss out on things. You find out about events way too late. Maybe you don't even know where to start. And I'm going to help you out, give you all the tips on finding some great deals that fits into your spending plan that doesn't break the bank because they add up. (laughs) It's fun when it's like one person, but if you got a big family like me where you got five kids and plus two adults, like anything times seven is a lot, right? Amen. (laughs) And the reason why I wanted to share this with you is because a lot of people go, wow, Kavai, you go on so much field trips. You do so much cool things with your family. Now, half of them is just on the fly. (laughs) I'm going to give you guys that permission. You could do a lot of things that's super awesome and fun on the fly. But another half of them are planned because I found out that I actually have to know about it ahead of time before I go and do it. especially living in Washington where there is seasons and things only happen during a certain season. Unlike when I lived in Hawaii, when things happen most of the time all year long because the weather cooperated. (laughs) So let's give you all the tips for you to utilize in your own family. Now I'm going to give you a little, um, just a little definition of what we call adventure. So adventure in our home is anything basically that our family can do to experience something new something fun maybe something that we've done over and over again but find a new experience within it and make a new memory in it and it doesn't matter how big or small this adventure in is and here's a quick tip just to start us all off use that word adventure whenever you describe anything it could be as small as going to the park hey we're gonna go on an adventure to the park to as big as hey we're gonna go on an adventure on this incredible vacation that we planned why because now you're showing the, your kids that there is a different way to look at life there is such a you know awesome way to look at the little things like a walk in the park to see that you can still make memories there in that adventure and they don't always have to think that an adventure is something really big that you have to spend your money on that has to go like above and beyond to the stars and the moon on an airplane wherever it is no adventures can be found no matter what in your life and it just starts with using that word over and over so everywhere we go we go to an outing we're going on an adventure i'm going to a yard sale guess what i'm going on an adventure it's mommy's adventure day on the yard so and it might sound redundant but now i hear my kids saying it where are we going on an adventure now mom i'm like yep see yep let's go find an adventure in our backyard let's do it and you will see such a different change when it comes to just changing your words in that sense so tip number one literally use adventure to describe everywhere you go outing field trip to the park on a drive maybe it's to the grocery store we're going on an adventure to the grocery store we're going to figure out how we can stay within our spending plan (laughs) and get all the things that we need you know that's still an adventure literally but what this episode is going to be all about is i'm going to go through all the tips that i utilize when i was planning our homeschooling year to plan out all these adventures and aka field trips now You don't have to be homeschooling to do this. If you want more experiences, memories, things to do, bonding time, you know, really flourish that learning in your home 
You can do that regardless if you're homeschooling or not. And you can utilize all these tips. So let's get into that. Tip number one, utilize a paper calendar and try and find one that shows you as much months as you can um, to just give you like maybe a little line to plan on it. So the one that I use to plan these out, it was basically, if you think of a book the and you open it up on the left-hand side, there was three months and it just had one line per day. So like down one to 31 or to 30, depending on how much days is in the month. And then on the right-hand side of the, the next page, same thing, three more months, same thing, one, one line per each day. So when I opened up my book, I could see six months of my year coming up. And that really helped me because I usually plan one adventure a month. I try not get too crazy here, guys. I know it can get overwhelming to plan a lot of things. So I keep it easy for my life. I do one a month that's like kind of big planned. And then if we do more, then it's, that's where like the on the fly things come into play. And maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. But at least I had one good one planned every single month. So after you kind of have your paper calendar out, oh, here's one thing. I'm also a lover of a, you know, on the phone Google calendar, but that doesn't work as well when you're planning things like this. I'm just going to throw that out there. So writing it down really does help. Seeing at least six months, or maybe if you can do a 12 month or then that'd be great because you can really see your whole year. Good for you. But at least that to start you off on the key to success there. I'm just saying one a month. Don't be like going crazy. If that still sounds overwhelming for you, then do one every other month, whatever works for you and your family. Next, go start, go start. <laughs> start with your favorite thing to do as a family. So if there's something that you do every single year that occurs, put it on your calendar. For example, since moving up to Washington, our family loves going to the pumpkin patch. And it's because it's a totally different experience from Hawaii to Washington State. Like Washington State, you feel legit in the fall in a pumpkin patch doing the pumpkin things. The weather feels cool. It's getting nippy. You know, you're you're going out into actual pumpkin patches where the pumpkins grew. <laughs> like It's just a totally different experience. So that's one thing our family loves to do. We just put on there every single year a pumpkin patch. Maybe it's a different pumpkin patch to explore or whatever, but it is on our calendar. So start with whatever is your favorite. Put it on whatever month it goes into. And that way you don't have to work as hard to find new things all the time. Continue to do what works in your family. And that's where I start. And then I fill in the gaps with other things. One thing to keep in mind is once you put that all out there, also consider, is it something that only one person in your family likes to do? Majority of the people in your family, you know, take notes of that kind of stuff. Because if there's a person that just hates doing it, then you can have a conversation about that um, and see, is there a compromise or something that you guys can work out? Now, the next thing to consider before you jump into all the different activities is, is there something seasonal that you want to include? Because seasonal things only happen during that certain season. For example, we love to cut tree, our Christmas trees as a family. And that 
I include that as our homeschooling event because we learn about the Christmas trees. We do a whole bunch of stuff regarding Christmas and what the tree represents and all the things. So it is integrated into our homeschool. But if it's just you and your family and you want it to just do a cool event, if it is seasonal, put it in there. Maybe it's visiting a haunted house or something like that. And it only happens during October. Whatever it is, put your seasonal stuff on your calendar next. All right, now we're going to go into some tips on searching things. So when you're starting to search things, I always like to start with a spending plan and think about what your spending plan is through the month. I mean, for each month or through the year, whatever it is, how much do you want to be spending per event for your family and give you a good like um, idea when you're planning it. So not just um, think about admission tickets to go to that place, but also think about gas. Also think about food. Think about all the things that would encompass that day and, you know, kind of write it out. You can do an estimate on it for spending plans for these adventures. And that way it would give you a better guide of what to look for. Does a spending plan prevent you from going somewhere? No. Why? Because the next tip is find some discount days. Yes. Literally Google discount days for museums near me or in my state. And that way you can see what your options are. In Washington State, one of the best or not best, one of the most popular discount days, if you didn't know already, is first Thursdays. Majority of the museums, yes, (laughs) have their discount days on first Thursdays. So if you love museums, then you probably have to go on the first Thursday every month (laughs) to a different one. (laughs) But that's one to really consider first is going okay when is does this museum have a discount day if so when is it i guess i have to plan for it because it only happens on a certain day but don't limit yourself there if you really need to um if that discount day doesn't work and you really need to find maybe another option while you are on that um museum's like website or whatever that place is that you're going to or looking into look to see if they have other discounts that is for certain categories for example in our state in washington if you are let's see snap wick ebt um free or reduced lunch many of those or foster child i forget there's like a whole list of people categories that can get a deep discount no matter what day it is so maybe you qualify for that category then if you do hey there's another discount for you that could probably fit in your spending plan and you can put that on your calendar. So that's something to definitely look into too. Don't count any place out until you can see, you know, is there a way for me to get here to bring my whole family to experience it all? Another thing to look at when you're considering your spending plan, is there a membership deal that you can take advantage of? And I I used to did not like membership deals. I, don't, I would only take advantage of it on certain times because then I would have to, like remember I said in the beginning, times by seven. And that is not a deal to me or I can't really afford that sometimes right at the get-go. But what I did find was a lot of these places have membership deals that are in combo with another place or, or gives discounts to other places too. And or qualifies your entire family now that is a win for me 
when there's a membership deal that says two adults plus all children or minors within that household, I'm like, win. <laughs> that is a huge win because it doesn't matter that I have five. I can still take advantage of this deal. So is there a membership deal that your kids would love to do over and over again? Maybe it's like a zoo or maybe it's um, there's a park that our kids love that has a membership. Is there something like that that your kids would love to do over and over again? Maybe it's like the trampoline park. Maybe it's um, an outdoor um, wildlife area. I'm not sure. Go and look if they have a membership deal that is perfect for your entire family see what it would cost to go just one day and then see how much times like how much visits it would take for you to make your money back and then some so look for membership deals now when you are searching maybe you're like okay goodbye i don't really like museums my kids think it's boring i don't know if i want to go there it's okay because we don't only visit museums <laughs> it's one of the our favorite things to do but there's so much more to do in your state. Think of festivals, conventions, events. Maybe it's a sporting event. Maybe it's just watching a race. Maybe it's a horse race, car race, um, paddling race. Like a lot of those things are free. Like they are just happening and you can go and take your kids to the park, to somewhere to just watch it. Like think about that. Is there something that you can have your kids experience and see if that's something they would like to do maybe in the future or just explore more? That is something that I love to take my kids to. If there's a festival happening in our area, let's go experience the festival. Let's go walk the streets. And a lot of these places that close the streets down, they have a lot of vendors. They have a lot of things to do. Is there something like that near you? For example, there is an Eagle Festival that happens north of us in Washington every January. I literally just found that out. I was like, Eagle Festival? I guess the Eagles come around that time of year. And I just got to go do a little bit more research on it. But I was like, that's pretty cool. I want to go see that. I want to go see that. And I'm pretty sure my kids would too. There's another one that was offered by a city um, north of us. And it was free. And every April, April they... Do sheep shearing. <laughs> I know, random, but I was like, I've never seen that. I'm pretty sure my kids haven't too. That would be a cool experience. What else can I do in that area on top of that that my kids can experience too? And that leads to the next tip. Is there something near whatever you are interested in that you can like piggyback on that same day to make the most of your day? Is there a restaurant that you wanted to go to? Is there a park nearby? Is there another museum, zoo, event, whatever that is near that area where you are going to visit anyways? Because I'm all about saving gas and making the most out of a day. And that's why we do one a month because we really take advantage of the entire day, whether it's go to the museum, go to a park, finish off at a cool place to eat that I saw that I think our whole family would enjoy. See, like your adventure can be anything you want. And just think of all the things that your kids and your family enjoys or loves to explore and put it in there. Now, the last place, oh, the last two things that I'm going to give you a tip in to think about when you're considering adventures is one, 
Is there places that you can explore in nature? Maybe it's just investing in a state park pass to go and um, explore all the state parks near you. Maybe it's like going to a botanical garden near you. Maybe it's going on a hike. That is still an adventure that our family totally loves. Maybe it's a bike path in a certain area in a city that you have not explored. That is something um, that we just kind of plan to go to. We go to different cities and then we just go and take our bikes and go and ride their um, bike paths and go into their areas because we know that our kids love riding bikes. We love exploring new places. And a lot of these bike paths are, are super cool up here. I'm just saying. Now, the last one to think about is, oh, I'm running out of breath. Isn't there anyone in your family, friends, connections, church, whatever it is, that you know can teach you something? Think about maybe a skill. Think about maybe about something. Maybe they went through an experience. For instance, my mom, I did an episode where my mom told my kids all about her experiences growing up in Hawaii, the things they did, like, is there something that you can make a day of or just make a few hours of and say, hey, I would love for you to just tell your experience to my kids and us, like, we're learning about history, we're learning about these things. Is there somebody that you can talk to? That is an adventure in itself. Just learning about history and especially firsthand from someone who experienced it is so cool. Now, maybe it's somebody who can teach you something. When we're in Hawaii, we were able to set up like a family class with a family friend who taught us how to do weaving. We weaved hats, little fishes out of um, coconut leaves. So is there a skill that somebody else knows? Maybe an instrument just showing us, showing you like a mini class, how to play something on an instrument. Think about those kind of experiences too. Do not leave those out. Is there someone that you can call to to help you to like share those experiences with because that is something that you can definitely schedule on your calendar anytime during the year and on top of that now you have a personal experience over, I don't know, over or with something that you probably never knew or never would think of to do like I never thought my kids would learn from my mom's friend weaving of a hat like I was super excited for it my kids were too it, it was such a great one so is there something that a family friend can come and teach you maybe it's like cooking or baking or maybe it's um teaching about them like if they love fishing or surfing or whatever it is is there something that they do that they can just teach you teach you and your kids and that is a cool experience in itself Ooh. All right, my mamas, I feel like that was a whole lot of info all about tips on how you can find adventures for your ohana in your state, within your area. And I hope that you take a few of these tips and apply it and start scheduling some adventures right now in your calendar for your own family and just start that process of continuing to make memories and experiences over and over and over again. And if you loved this episode, please like take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin at K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. I will totally reshare it. I love connecting with all my listeners. It really means the world to me. And like always, only you can make your day amazing. So definitely go out and do that and 
make an adventure out of it too. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.